Welcome to the Emerging Temple broadcast. I am Michael Obeyer. I will be your guide for the rest of this broadcast. At Emerging Temple, we seek to analyze current events within the context of God's plan for mankind, in which he intends, at the end of time, to raise up a people who will rule with him. Before I go any further, I want to encourage you to like our page, to subscribe to our channel, and if there is a notification bell icon, I would like you to hit that bell so you can be notified anytime we upload new videos. I want to encourage you to like this page so that we can develop the number of likes that we have so that we can come up in the rankings because we have a message that is critical for this hour and this time. So thank you so much for those of you who are already doing so. If you'd like to support our ministry, you can visit our website at templeoftruth.us. That's www.templeoftruth.us. Or you can go to patreon.com and look for our handle, Emerging Temple. Well, I had an opportunity this weekend to be with Kay and some of her business associates, all Christian ministers and working in the same of Mary Kay business, I got to listen to their testimonies. And when one of the people were speaking, I had had that same thing happen in my life. And I knew the next words that she was going to say. And I cannot even recall it to tell you about it today. But it was a good feeling. I knew I was in a good place. And I met people there that I would love to have visit me in my home. And I, it was just a good thing to get out when you have cabin fever and you're stuck in with people that are sick and needy. You don't know how bad you need a change. And so God blessed me in that sense this week. And I'm so thankful. Amen. That's great. Uh, Amen. Uh, well, the, the hidden testimony here is that your daughter was used by God to fulfill his word. Um, just that going out with you, say, mom, let's go to this place. That's a big thing. And Kay, you reap the fruit of that. You know, for all of us who still have parents or older aunts and uncles who are still alive that we can bless in such a way, let's not take it for granted. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I can't, I can't overemphasize it. There's a particular tribe in Israel that were not from the 12 tribes. And while everything was going bad for Israel, they were being blessed, you know? And um, Prophet Jeremiah, I think it was, wanted to understand how that was possible. And I, I won't go too much into the story, but basically he discovered that they were still honoring their late great, 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 great grandpa's words that he had spoken to them and God was blessing them while all these persons were raining upon Israel. Okay. They were called the Rechabites, I believe. So anybody can go search that um, yeah. scripture out and you can read about them. Okay. Yeah. The Rechabites, I think it's spelled R-E-C-H-A-B-I-T-E-S. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Uh, fact, don't, I think, I think we, sh we should pray. Sorry. Somebody was about to speak. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think we should look at that story of the Rechabites because um, last night, driving home in the car and even this morning, 
mom was talking about different things from her ancestors, people I never even heard her mention before. And uh, okay. okay. And Why don't so, we let's pray? Let's pray for you first. We want to pray for you first because we just heard that um, you're being ministered to, and since we got all the church together, I think it's a good idea that we pray for you. And then once we've done that, we go look into the um, look for that scripture. How's that? Okay. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. I don't know, Sister Billy, if you're there, can you pray for Dr. K? You know, pray for her body, her feet, her back, any part of her body that, you know, needs the balm of Gilead. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, Lord of Lords, King of Kings, and King of Glory, thank you so much for the life of your daughter, Sister Liz. Thank you for her journey. Dr. K, Sister K. Oh, sorry, Sister K, sorry. Thank you for her journey through life from birth to this point, all the blessings all the obstacles that the enemy has put in her way and for all that she has overcome through the strength that you've given to her. For yes, all your Jesus. To her, for exposing her, oh Lord, to so much wisdom in your word and in your truth and for using her to reach out to so many and to bless so many. Heavenly Father, I ask, oh Lord, that you continue to preserve her, strengthen her, and that you continue to use her to minister your word, to share your word, that you continue to give her those revelations that will save souls. And the Heavenly Father, that when you give her those revelations, that she would recognize them. Heavenly Father, ask you to, to remain with her, her family, bless her mom, her dad, her siblings, and everyone in her life, Heavenly Father, and give her the strength to conquer over or conquer the devil and all the obstacles that he places in our way in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Praise God. Go ahead, Dr. K. Yeah, I was just thinking that that um, passage of the Rechabites, I think it would be a good one to, to study because, like I said, when mom, after that, she didn't tell me until we got home what she was feeling during the, the meeting yesterday afternoon. But she told me a lot of stories about a lot of different people. And um, she told me a lot even about her mother. I didn't know that, I knew her mother was a um, nurse midwife, but on the trip I discovered that her mother, when there'd be a multi-car pileup, since there was no hospital, they would call my mother to come with two or three medical bags and she would stitch people back together. They came and got her. Stable, they came and got her. They, she'd stabilize them before they went to the hospital. And mom was massaging my joints this morning and she got to one point on my shoulder and hit the place that when I try to reach up on the top shelf, it hurts. And then that hurt all the way down to the elbow. And she said, well, from the time she was like four or five, her mother was showing her how to do that type of massage. And then she was telling you about her grandmother and her great grandmother and her grandfather and all of her ancestors I never even heard of. I wish I had recorded it. 
I had never heard of these people before. Well, and I'm feeling at peace here today. And I chose not to go home. Yeah, we got home about after midnight last night. It was, it was right about midnight. And she said, well, tell dad to pick her up this afternoon instead of coming last night. And I didn't really know why I needed to be here. Now I know. Kay never asked for anything. And, and, and she's got the best close by and she needs to take advantage of it because when you're ministered to or nursed, you are gaining something that you can pass on to someone else. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. So I'm looking for the recabites. Yeah, recabites. Yeah, Dr. K, go ahead. I think it's in the book of Jeremiah, but I think if anybody, if you guys are typing um, recabites, Jeremiah and the recabites in your Google, it will come up. Jeremiah chapter 35. Okay, great. Hey, Abeli, that was the book that you had been wanting to read all this time, remember? Wait, sorry, I, I didn't know I was on mute. So did you say Jeremiah? Yes, Jeremiah chapter 35. Yeah. I know when we were talking about books that people wanted to read, I know Jeremiah was one of the books that you had wanted to dig into, and here we are yes. in 35. Uh, yes, exactly, and... Um... The other prophets as well and in the old testament i think that was um uh, ezekiel so i wanted to also read ezekiel yeah both of them jeremiah can you highlight chapter 35 for me mm -hmm. just highlight the whole chapter I've got the Bible between mom and I. I never got home to mine. <laughs> um, Who wants to read chapter 35? Uh, still looking for it. Um, okay, because of lighting, I'm going to defer to all of you to read. Amen. Uh, chapter 35. The formal, yes. the faithful Rechabites. This word came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, Jehoiakim, the son of Jonah, king of Judah. Approach the Rechabites and speak to them. Bring them into the house of the Lord to one of the rooms and give them wine and drink. So a wine to drink. So I went and brought Jezaniah, son of Jeremiah, son of Habazinia, his brethren and all his sons, the whole company of the Rechabites, into the house of the Lord, to the room of the sons of Hanan, son of 
Igdaliah, the man of God, next to the prince room, above the room of Maasiah, son of Shalom, keeper of the doorway. I sit before these Rechabites men, bowls full of wine, and have offered them cups to drink the wine. We do not drink wine, said they. Jahadab, Rechab's son, Rechab's son, our father forbade us with these words. Never you nor your children shall ever drink wine. Build my house and sow no seed nor plant nor own a vineyard. You shall dwell in tents all your life so that you may live long on the earth where you are the wayfarers. Now we have heeded Jonadab, Rehab's son, Rechab's son, on our our father and all his prohibitions. All our lives we have not drunk wine, neither we nor our wives nor our sons nor our daughters. We should build no houses to live in. We own no vineyards, no fields or crops. And we live in tents, and we obediently do everything our father, Jonadah, commanded us. But Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, invaded our land. We decided to come into Jerusalem to escape the army of the Chaldeans and the army of Aram, and that is why we are now living in Jerusalem. And then, then then this word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Go, say to the men of Judah and to the citizens of Jerusalem, Will you not take correction? And obey my words, says the Lord. And the advice of Jonadab, Rechab's son, by which he forbade his children to drink wine, has been forwarded. To this day they have not drunk it, and they have obeyed their father's command. Me, however, you have not obeyed, although I spoke to you untiringly and insistently. I kept you standing with all my servants and prophets, telling you to turn back all of you from your evil ways and reform your conduct and not follow strange gods or serve them. If you should remain in the land which I give you and your fathers, you should, you did not heed me or obey me. Yes, the children of Jonadab, Rechab's son, observed one, the command which their father laid on them, but the people does not obey me but this people this people does not obey me now therefore saith the Lord God of hosts and the God of Israel I will bring upon Judah and on all the citizens of Jerusalem every evil that I threatened because when I spoke they did not obey when I called they did not answer but to the company of the Rechabites Jeremiah said thus saith the Lord of hosts their God of Israel Since you have obeyed the commands of Jonadab, your father, kept all his commands and done everything he commanded you, thus, therefore, says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, never shall there fail to be a descendant of Jonadab, Rechab's son, standing in my service. And that's that's the end of it, of that chapter. 
Amen. 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 So, Brother Mike, you were the one that was telling us about the Rechabites, so I thought we should read about them, and you could tell us what you wanted us to know. The highlights that, that are important in this book. No, no, no. Actually, uh, you had wanted us to read it. I just mentioned it while we're talking about um, people, you know, honoring their parents and the blessings that come with that. And you saw there where it ended, where God said, you know, these people are strangers. They're not Israelites. But God swore that there will always be a descendant of Jonadab, Rechab's son, who stands. before him to stand hello hello yeah, we're here yeah sorry sorry i don't know what happened everything kind of went went out so so that's all that that was i wasn't trying to make too much of it i wasn't trying to make too much of it okay yeah so we can move on to something else okay all right so we have something to gain from our generations of people of course. Nowadays, young people think all they need is other young people. They don't realize the importance of their history. Even the ones that have gone before, they need to hear about them. Okay, does anybody, did anybody come prepared with something you want to share with us? Or would, would, would you want me to go into teach something that I had in mind? sounds like teach something you had in mind okay well i haven't heard from the others i don't know if it's my phone hey liz can you, are you there okay yes um Abele, you're there too yes i am i'm just explaining what we just read to tabo <clears throat> okay you have to do that after the fellowship please yeah okay all right all right good all right perfect so um Do you know how many salvations there are? Does anybody know how many salvations there are? One, two, three, five or six? One. How many salvations that the Bible speaks about? One. Okay. Who says one? Me. Mom. Mom. Mom says one, okay. There could be as many as three, but I don't know where to tell you where they are. So I'm sticking with one. <laughs> Play it safe, right? Good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I mean, the very question itself is like a giveaway that it's more than one. All right. So let's turn to the book of Peter. Um, First Peter chapter one. First Peter chapter one. Now I'm going to try to see, but um, Third John, June, Revelation. So it's all the way in the back. Yeah, there's Second Peter. You said First Peter. Yeah, First Peter chapter one. Okay, and we're looking at verse one, two. 
5. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 1 to 5. Amen. Can I, is Tabo Amen. there? I can, I'd love Tabo to read that for me. I'm about 1 Peter chapter 1. That's, I, I've made Tabo my official deputy pastor. <laughs> Amen. 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 So go ahead, deputy pastor. Okay. Chapter 1 to 5, right? Sorry, verse yes. 1 to 5, right? Yes, chapter yeah. 1, verse 1 to 5. It's near the back of the Bible. It goes James, 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st and 3rd John, Jude, Revelation. So go backwards from Revelation and you'll find it quickly. Okay. Did that help? Yes. Found it. Amen. Amen. From Peter. From Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. So God's chosen people who are away from their homes. You are scattered all around the countries of Pontus, Galatia. Abedosia, Asia, and Bithynia. God planned long ago to choose you by making you his holy people. Making you holy is the Spirit's work. God wanted you to obey him and to be clean by the blood's death of Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be yours more and more. Praise to be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God has great mercy, and because of his mercy, he gave us a new life. He gave us a living hope because Jesus Christ rose from the death. Now we hope for the blessing God has for his children. These blessings are kept for you in heaven. They cannot be destroyed or spoiled or lose their beauty. God's power protects you through your faith and it keeps you safe until the salvation comes that salvation is ready to be given at the end of the time amen amen that's a promise the mic where are you Oh, do you know I was talking and my mute button was on? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, mom caught this. Okay, good, good, good. So you can see there that there is a salvation that is ready to be revealed at the last time, like mm -hmm. the assistant pastor told us, right? Mm -hmm. Amen. So now, what is that salvation? I mean, you and I are saved, aren't we? Yeah. How come Peter, the great apostle, is telling you that there is another salvation that is going to be revealed. To the word "reveal," what does when you hear "reveal," what do you what do you think? Just the word "reveal." Let's dwell on "reveal" for a moment. It's gonna be made known to me. Very good, made known. I love that, made known. So, getting to know about it is its appearance, is its, is its coming. 
It's like it's uncovering. An uncovering, okay? Like a diamond in the rough. Uh Now, before today, you always believed that there was one salvation. Amen? Yes. Yes. Amen. But here you see Peter telling you in black and white that there is a salvation that is going to be revealed, going to be revealed at the end of time. I mean, let's look at the book of Revelation chapter five, verse one to five again. Bible rebound. Almost there. Amen. Okay, whoever's got it can read. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to lose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look upon, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and read the book neither to look thereon. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. All right. Keep on. Amen. No, is that verse five, right? Yes. Good. Okay, so John the Apostle is looking and he's sad that, oh my God, there's no hope. And somebody had to come and tell. Now, remember, he's already an apostle. Yes. Amen. Remember, yes. Jesus already yes. died and rose for our sins. Mm-hmm. So why is he crying? Assuming that no one was worthy to loose those seals. Until somebody came and stood next to him and said, don't cry. I don't cry. The lamb has been found worthy to unseal the book. Amen. 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 What is the book? Now, we know it's, we're not talking of a book people read because we're talking in the spirit. Amen. Eternal life. The book. Amen. Remember we said, we read in the Bible, it said at the end of time, the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. Isn't that so? Yes. And of course, everybody remembers that, right? Good. And we said that the book of life is the life of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. Everybody remembers that, correct? Yes. Now, this book that the Lamb went to open, which book is that? I'll give you a hint. It's not Jesus Christ. So which book is that book? 
that no one was found worthy to open. Sounds like it was a seal. Sealed. Now, who is the book of life? Jesus. Okay. Jesus. Now, who do you think this other book in chapter five is? From the Father. No, who is the book? You and I have laid the principle that when we read book, we're reading about a personality. Right. So we said the book of life, which we saw at the end of the Bible, which was opened after the other books were opened, that that book of life was Jesus. So now we're seeing a book that no man was worthy to open. But finally, John saw that the lamb was worthy to open and unseal the book. Who is this book? God's holy people. Say that again. This is the holy spirit. Two of us are talking. Okay, go ahead, mom. Mom Logan. I said the Holy Spirit. Okay, Jesus is the Holy Spirit. Okay. Somebody else said something. God's holy people in verse, verse 8. Very good. Exactly. That is you and I. Okay. After you've been born again, there are still dimensions of your life that needs to be loosed. Amen. Amen. Bondages that need to be broken. Seven seals that need to be broken. And only Jesus can bring that transformation in your life. Amen. So that's Amen. The, you see that's what you are you're not learning anything. You're not exactly. You're not learning anything new tonight. You already knew this. You just didn't know it in pictograph. God loves to speak in pictograph. That was his way of hiding things from the Satan. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so if you, if you continue, you will see in the same chapter, look at verse 12. He's asking us about the second book. Yes. Okay. Verse 12 to 14. See, see who's celebrating and what they're celebrating. Did he say chapter 12? No, right here. First no, no, 12. no. The same yeah, chapter, 14. chapter 5. Just from verse 12 to 14. Same chapter. Chapter 5. I'll read. Okay. Saying with a voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb forever and ever and before keep going said amen and the Keep four going. and twenty elders 
fell down and worshiped him that liveth ever and ever. That's so you, yeah, yeah, you can see them celebrating the work of the Lamb. Word. So every one of us on this call, every one of us on this call, at this moment, Jesus is the only one worthy and that has the capability of transforming your life from what it is now to what God wants it to be. Amen? Amen. Amen. When you hear a book is tied with seven seals, doesn't that mean it's bound? Yes. Yes. Good. And when you hear, loose him. Everybody remember there's a popular preacher who has this gospel. He goes to the Woman Thou Art Loose seminar and he has it all over America and over the world, right? Yes. Yeah, T.D. Jakes. There you yeah. go. Now, you are seeing the person who has, the only person who can loose the woman. And the woman, which is you, which is me, is tied with seven seals. Okay, now, when it says seven, it just means that it's unbreakable. No, you know, nobody will ever be able to loose this person. You're, you're bound, amen? Amen. But because you have received Jesus into your life, whether you know it or you don't know it, he is working day and night diligently like a brain surge, loosening, loosening you from one seal to another. Amen? Amen. Setting you free Amen. without your even knowing. Okay? He is working on you. He's transforming you. He's changing you. And that's the message that is hidden here in this scripture. Do you understand? Yes. Right? So once he has finished and taken away the seventh seal, you will be transformed and changed to become exactly like him. Because he has deposited within you the very seed of himself. Amen? The very Amen. essence of himself. And at the final trumpet, at the sound of the what trumpet number? What do you think the seventh trumpet? Ah, I gave it away. The seventh <laughs> trumpet. <laughs> okay. So the Bible says, at the sound of the seventh trumpet, right? There yes, was silence right. in heaven for half an hour. Amen. Okay. He set us free. It's the same thing. Seven seals, seven trumpets. Okay. So each seal in your life is broken by the sound of a trumpet. Amen. Amen. And the seventh trumpet will be the final announcement. A trumpet simply means a message. All right. So before today, you and I, we knew we were born again. We knew we were saved. We had received the gospel of salvation. But, but we did not know that there is another salvation that is ready to be revealed at the end of time. And you and I want to be found worthy to participate, to partake in the blessings of that salvation as we have partaken in the blessings of this salvation. Amen. Amen. So Amen. when you ask yourself, why am I a Christian? Why am I here? What's the purpose of being a born-again Christian? The purpose of being a born-again Christian is to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Everybody remember that? Yes. Scripture, correct? 
Good. So yes. you are working out something so that that salvation that is promised to some, you will be found worthy to receive it at the end of time. It's not saying that if you don't receive it, you're not going to have, you're going to heaven. But if you don't receive it, you're not going to be counted among the elect. Does that make sense now? Yes. So among the church, according to the scriptures, there is what is called the ecclesia. Ecclesia yep. or in Spanish, iglesias, right? Yes. In English, we say church. Okay. I don't even know where English got that word church from. It's totally on, there's totally nothing like that in the Bible. The word is ecclesia. Church is in the Bible. No. Okay. Ecclesia. Ecclesia. All right. So the Spanish Bible is correct when it says iglesias, because that's more related to the Greek. But ecclesia in Greek means the called. C-A-L-L-E-D. Amen. Amen. The called. Now, if I call you to a party, does that mean you have to come to the party? No. 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 You're invited. You're, you're invited. So everybody in the church is among the called, but not everybody in the church is going to be among what the Bible calls the eclectos. Anybody know what eclectos means? Elected. The elected. There you go. So God says everybody that attends the party, actually, he chose them. They said, but God, wait, you invited all these guys. These 10 guys show up and you want to tell me this was actually the people you wanted to be here all along? He goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For many are called, but few are chosen. That's what I was just there thinking. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but God, you made us go out. You made us go out there and call this guy Tom, Dick, Harry, everybody. And now just 10 people show up, and all along you knew it was only these 10 people. Why did you do that to us? He says, Well, <laughs> if I didn't do that, they would say I never gave them a chance. And he's not talking about the world, he's talking about the Christians. Remember, he said. It's like a man who had a wedding feast for his son. And he had sent an invitation to his friends. Amen. Amen. The people Amen. of the world are not God's friends. The Christians are God's friends. And he said, when the day of the wedding came, he sent his servants to go call those who were bidden. I would like us to read that. Amen. If somebody can help me look for that, please. I just got a witness that we have to read that. So we understand. You know, we use that a lot to try to reach people in the world. That parable is not about people in the world. It's about people in the church. Amen. 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 Yes. I know Dr. K will find it quickly. Paper glue. <laughs> she's she's um, stressing about my bible the binding is broken oh that's that is that's what a pastor wants to hear and wants to see <laughs> okay bible verse about uh, wedding guests yes Jesus, um, um yes wedding feasts <laughs> 
invi invitation okay, to Matthew wedding. chapter 20. Matthew, yeah, Matthew. Uh, chapter 20 chapter 22 and 23 okay so it has to be two different stories so let's check them out Matthew chapter 22. well it's, it's yeah it's supposed it's the story about the king feast for his son yes that's the one we're looking for come to the wedding feast yes that's chapter yeah, 22, 22. Mm -hmm. okay should i read it yes, well, this, right? well, this. it's uh, the whole of chapter 22 Okay. Okay. I, I think it's uh, it may not be the whole chapter, but at the end I'll figure out where the end is at the end. Yes. Amen. Can you see this? Yes, I can Amen. see it. Amen. And Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son, and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding. And they would not come. Again, Stop. he sent forth other servants saying. Stop, please. That was what I was trying to get to. Notice they had already been bidden in the past. Amen. Mm -hmm. I, want, I, I want, if you don't mind, sorry, Dr. K. I want us to be able to see it. I want everybody to be able to see it for themselves. Mm -hmm. This was not the first time they were being invited. They had been informed about the wedding okay yes they had been informed prior because the the servants are going to them that were bidden yes okay yes. and from the words that they will speak you can tell that those people they're speaking to had prior knowledge of the wedding okay yes. go ahead again he sent Forth other servants. Saying, no, 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 you no, we skip. Tell you them skip which I, no, I, I went on to verse four. Let me read verse three again. Okay, yes. And sent forth his servants to and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. Again, he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden, behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things ready come unto the marriage. But they meant, made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. Ouch. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Then saith he to his servants, the wedding is ready, but they which were bidden are, were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as you shall find, bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good, and the wedding was furnished with guests. And when the king came in to see the guest, he saw there we a can man stop here. Okay. Because a new, a new parable just wants to go into something else that we don't need to go into tonight. Yes. So 
the people who were bidden were Christians. Amen. Amen. They were the ecclesia. They were the called. Mm -hmm. But the people who are in there now is you and I. The last kind of people you'd expect to be talking about Jesus, to be talking about holiness, to be talking about God being good. Amen. 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 We're not, you know, you, when you when you you see some people, they're they're like, you know, they, they don't walk on the earth like you and I. They're very, very holy people. They don't smoke, they don't drink, they don't do this, they don't do that. They'll, the you know, sat, oh, very, very, you know, you know, to the T kind of people. Mm -hmm. Well, now this gospel of the second salvation. Now, I'm not saying it's called the second salvation. It's a in quote. Amen. This gospel of the second salvation has come, but they're not receiving it because it's not something that they want to hear. They have stuff here they want to do. And so they're more interested in taking care of their land. They're more interested in taking care of the business that they got here. And this message saying, give this all up. Keep your mind on the kingdom. It's so frustrating that at some point, they're going to, quote, kill the servants that have brought this message. So you will find yourself being betrayed by Christians that you thought loved God, that you fellowship with, but you'll now become anathema to them because you're telling them all they have worked for all these years is nonsense, that it doesn't mean anything. And they don't want to hear it. So they will, quote, kill you. You see oh. that? Yes. Yes. You see that? So it's not talking about people of the world. People of the world are not the ones that were invited and know about the wedding. People of the world don't believe the gospel. These are people who believe that there's a, the king is about to have a wedding for his son, okay? And you and I have read in the book of Revelation where the wedding of the bride and the, and the, and the, and the um, son took place, correct? The yes. wedding of the bride and the lamb, amen? Amen. So it's you and I that are invited to the wedding of the bride and the lamb, not the world. And so as you stay with this message, you begin to, your duty is to pray to God for God to give him more clarity. Because it's not like, oh, Brother Mike, he's such a holy, righteous guy. That's why he knows it's ah, no faith. It's that you love God. Amen? Amen. You have five Amen. kids. You have five kids or six kids. And they're all good kids, but there's this bad kid. One of them is bad. Okay? Does all kinds of crazy things. Yet, no one can say that the other five kids love you more than that bad six kids. Amen. It's not possible. Jesus said a man had two sons and he told them to go do something. And one son said, yes, dad, I'll do it immediately. And then after a while, stopped. Another son said, no, nah, I don't have any time for that. I got other things to do. But later on thought to himself and said, I better just go do what dad said. And Jesus said, which son did what the father wanted? And the apostle said the second son. Jesus said, correct. So the children of Israel, the children of Abraham shall be left out, but the Gentiles shall enter into the kingdom. You all remember these parables, right? Yes. It's talking about yeah. you and I. The children of Abraham are the Christians. It's not talking about the Jews of today, please. The children of Abraham is talking about are the Christians. 
the Gentiles are people like you and I who are in the world doing our own thing, doing our business, huh? doing our own business, working with gangsters, doing computer work, doing sewing, doing whatever you are doing, knowing nothing about Jesus. Mm. But then at his own time, he pulled you from the highway and the byway and brought you in to the wedding feast. All you got to do is make sure you have the right robe. We'll talk about that another day. <laughs> Amen. All right. Any questions about what we talked about tonight? No. 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 I think it's the interesting here at the last verse that we read at verse 10, it said, so those yeah. servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. Exactly. <laughs> Amen. So don't give up on yourself because you're bad. The seals are going to be taken off by Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't worry. I think it goes back to things that we've talked about before, that God didn't say, clean yourself up and then come. Exactly. <laughs> because you're not worthy. If you can clean yourself up, then you're the lamb then you're the one worthy to, to take away the seals from the book. Just as I am. Yes. So he says, just come as you are. You can't say, well, you know what? First, I'm going to quit smoking and I'm going to stop drinking and I'm going to stop drugging and I'm going to stop carousing and I'm going to stop whatever it is, gambling, whatever it is that. Think I about do. this, Dr. K. Think about this, Dr. K. God has brought billions and billions and billions of people into this world since the beginning of time to today. Yes. No two, even among triplets, have the same thumbprint. Yes. No two have the same iris. Mm -hmm. Every single one of us is special. Every single one of us is worth a billion dollars to God in God kind of money. Mm. just think of if i mean just let that uh, let once once that hits you you now understand why the prophets and the apostles were so confident why they referred to them as the men that turned the world upside down mm. the same men who were cowering and hiding a few days earlier all of a sudden became giants became bold because they knew now what their value to god was i know my value to god do you know your value to god because if you don't know your value to God, you will undervalue yourself. Because he says, look, bring in the good and the bad. I hope you know that's what Noah did. Mm -hmm. God told yes. him, bring in the clean and the unclean. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yeah. Whether, whatever it is, no matter how clean you are, you got a little unclean in you. And no matter how unclean you are, you have a little clean in you. And God needs it. Yes. Amen. Yeah, he'll Amen. break away the seals. It's different. I bet the you those <laughs> are different for different people. I'm yep. just imagining. I the can hear somebody that. saying I have 15 seals. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So all this woman thou have loose, they try to make a big deal off. Once you have the understanding, you don't stress yourself. Jesus is going to lose you as the time comes for him to loosen you from this and from that. It could be poverty. It could be a health condition. It could be an emotional thing. 
the reality is this, he's got you on his to-do list without question. And it's because of you, John started crying. <laughs> John was born again. He knew the book was born again, yet it had seven seals. It needed to be loose. There's no need to fear. There's no need to worry. There's no need to be apprehensive. It's not necessary. You are an investment that God has made. Amen. 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 Well, I'll stop there. For, I'll stop there for tonight. If anybody has something else you want to contribute, go ahead. So I solicit your prayers. I solicit your support. Okay, I want to thank you for your time. For those of you who have been faithful, you know, supporting this work, for being involved, sharing these videos. Okay, don't be, don't, don't, don't get weary. Don't be weary. Don't get tired. Your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day. Okay, keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook. Go over these videos so your friends and family can discuss it. Okay, and continue to write us. Write me through Facebook. Write me through. You know, the comment section here on YouTube. Okay? So I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thank you so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said, if you want to continue listening to us, you can order, you can always go, okay, to our website. You can see the online menu channels that you can get us through. Like I mentioned um, Apple's iTunes, I met Apple iTunes, I mentioned um, Spotify, and I think Google. You can also, you know, there are other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio, okay? I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel and to, you know, hit the like buttons, hit the like buttons. I can't say that enough. Every time you watch these videos through YouTube, hit the like buttons. Now, if you're watching through Facebook or you're watching through some other video like WhatsApp, it's not going to show here, so you won't see a like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you. Or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you. Hit that like button. Okay, hit that like button, it matters to us, okay? Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing, you know, by watching our videos. 